Hey besties, it's Tina, Karen, and Jules here. Tools down, time to chat work, life, well-being, and relationships. You're listening to Let's, Let's Take, Take It, it Offline. Hello everyone and welcome back to this week's Let's Take It Offline podcast. Before we get started, just remember to subscribe and rate our show and leave us some comments. We would love to hear from our listeners and ideally five stars so um let's kick off this week's been quite interesting um and our episode is going to be centered around 20 lessons from my 20s because i just turned you are 30 i know oh my goodness finally (laughs) she's drawn the clock karen is finally on the other side of the decade how does the baby's growing up yeah how does it feel um, you know what, like two days beforehand or a week beforehand, I was actually feeling a tad um, sad or depressed because I was waving goodbye to like my 20s. And Aww. I think that like a lot of what I thought, where I thought I was going to be mm. is when I was like, let's say 21 is not where I am right now. So I was a bit sad, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change anything really. So that's why when I was reflecting back, I thought it would be good for a us collectively to record an episode about lessons from our 20s and share it with our listeners so i was i was in a bit of a reflective mood okay i had to really think about it because my (laughs) 20s was so long ago (laughs) (laughs) it's been a while for julie (laughs) it's like oh my gosh okay i have to think about what what is like what was i doing yeah Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the ironic thing is because because i was like feeling stressed i was talking to several of like my friends and like both of you included and everyone told me that it's always better in your 30s the mm. ironic thing is everyone that told me that was over 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, because how can you how can you give that advice unless you've been there done that, right? Yeah. And you've lived a life. So Hey, it's dirty thirties for a reason. Yeah. What are Dirty they? thirty no. Dirty flirty, flirty and, and thriving. Thir- yes. That's <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's and what Karen is right now. Yeah. That's the vibe. But also like they say that the thir- your thirties are your twenties with more money <laughs> so hopefully a little bit wiser hopefully yeah more fiscally responsible yeah. i think you just make better choices when you're in your 30s because if you look back and probably this is a good task for me is i look back at my 20s and i just made some pretty terrible choices I just did it i was like i'm young i can do whatever i want mm. whereas now more responsibility yeah. you can't yeah. just Go on a six-month holiday if you want. You know, you got to think about bills and your pets, well, my well, pets, and can. partner. It's different for everyone, I think. You know, it is. But it, you know, because I've got a partner as well, yeah. I have to consider everything before mm. making any changes or making any drastic decision. Yeah. Whereas in my twenties, was like, eh, stuff this boyfriend. I'm going. See ya. Yeah, true. <laughs> and also, like, parents and family are getting older as yeah. well, and you kind of yes. want to spend more time with them. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think um, that's exactly how I've been reflecting on my 20s and I've bucketed into like these five categories. Yeah. So it's like personal as you and as an individual, career-wise, financials, love and relationships and relationships beyond just like 
with like a partner but relationships with friends mm. and family etc yeah. so so that's me in terms of being reflective this week what about you Jules you've heard it from me obviously outside of this podcast I've just been hammered with like hashtag adulting I've had to find a new house which if anyone is renting at the moment in Sydney you know that it's completely chaos out there at the moment because mm-hmm. of interest rates yeah um hiking mm. and you know people are also kind of moving back into the city as well because mm. you know like and international that's right international travels back, back yeah. students mm. are back so if you're looking for a rental it is really tough like there's queues 100 people at like these rentals so you got to really get your foot in the door one way or another yeah on top of that my partner and i were doing embryo freezing oh yes as well so my hormones were like completely heightened and then how crazy is that this is like for our listeners this has happened since the recording of our episode with dr tierney as well so jules has gone on that journey and made it real Mm. yeah so it's pretty full-on but you know in terms of like we can probably do another episode yeah we might have to do a check-in yeah dr tierney yeah so um there was that and then there was like i've got a couple of changes in my career so it's all happening so i've Mm. just i feel like i've now emerged literally (laughs) you're like fully you're a full adult yeah proper adulting how fitting for what we will discuss today so that was pretty stressful because it all happened at the same time but now i'm chilling out and back to my normal self which is good but what about you tina (laughs) it has been a roller coaster (laughs) if i can even say that um started the new new year with um new customers at work um you know some changes at work that we're all trying to work through and then this month's been really big because i had two massive birthday parties i'm not like crazy (laughs) massive but yeah well i sadly i sadly missed her birthday party but i heard all about it yeah (laughs) well to the point that now i need a few weekends of no drinking i feel um (laughs) just so i get all the all of the toxic you know alcohol and everything all the like all the gunk out of my body yeah you should should have had a green detox juice this morning and not a coffee yeah but (laughs) i saw a different side to tina that i've never seen before and and i have done things for her that i've never done before oh you have to wipe ew (laughs) can you not okay too much TMI. But then, yeah, and then um, on top of all of that, I recently stopped seeing someone I was seeing for five months as well, which is like the longest I've been Mm. with someone since my last partner. Um, And yeah, so there's a lot of lessons I'm trying to learn out of that and like working through the emotional aspects of it and also like the the aftermath of, um, you know, the coupling from someone. Um, so yeah, it's been a full on journey. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine. lots to, you know, reflect on. And so hopefully some of that I'll channel into today's episode. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of these lessons are quite relevant both in the twenties, but then apply differently in your thirties. In life. Yeah, in life. In and probably in your forties too. And then I feel like we can do like another segment around uh, lessons in your thirties. Thirty yeah. lessons from your thirties. <laughs> wow, that'll be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah. So uh, I'll kick it off with the first one, and on a personal level, this one is probably the biggest learning for me. Number one, and that is 
invest in yourself and learn to love yourself. That is one of the biggest things that I've learned in my 20s. Um, and I think oftentimes, like if you, you're really focused on sometimes maybe people pleasing or focused on those around you developing relationships that you often neglect yourself. Mm. And that's one of the biggest things that I have learned in, in my 20s. And I actually really only started learning this in my mid 20s where I had some fantastic friends that actually taught me like that I needed to take time out firstly for the most basic things like self uh, like like treating myself to a massage or getting a facial done like looking after myself both sleep exercising properly nutrition like learning about all those things but also treating myself as well so now like I buy myself a gift on my birthday. Mm. Like I don't need someone to buy me a present on my birthday. That is lovely. Like that, I I, I love gifts and presents, <laughs> but like I like that is something that I do for myself now. And also, like when I have a big milestone, such as like if I score the my dream job, I'll buy myself a new I don't know mm-hmm. handbag to celebrate that or. Um, a thing that I love to do is I love to buy myself something with my first paycheck mm. in a new job. And yeah. those are the things. And I think if you really learn to love yourself, you'll, you build a lot more confidence in who you are. You get to know yourself a lot mm. better. Yeah. I feel like I do that because I just shop and buy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But you know what? I think um, there's a lot of truth in that because we celebrate people so often, right? Like, in your 20s and 30s, like you celebrate friends, weddings, baby showers, housewarmings, but um, maybe you don't celebrate yourself enough. Yeah. Like, you know, your own milestones might not be like getting married or anything like that. But yeah, like if you did a really good job on some projects at work or if you like, you know, like started a podcast together yeah. with your friends, like you need to celebrate yourselves um, a lot more often, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And the other thing is like, yeah, it could be material things, you mm. know, um, especially if you like gifts and shopping, but it could also be like investing time in yourself in terms of drawing boundaries as mm. well. Being okay with saying, I'm going to um, actually spend Friday night on the beach yeah. and ordering takeout um, to put on my favorite movie or something or to listen to a podcast or read a book like that type is actually really important and learning how to be alone with yourself yeah and it's a good segue in terms of thinking about the time you need to put in and I know Mm. Karen we've spoken about this in other episodes on dating actually how do I make time to date but Mm. this is essentially dating yourself yes (laughs) how do I make time for me to do things I love doing, mm. um, whether that's being active, whether that's walking along mm. the beach, whether that's getting a massage, that's all yeah. me time. Yes. And, right. And if you think about like um, saying, I think there's a lot of talks about learning to love yourself recently. Yeah. And I think it's, as, it's the same as loving someone. You have to listen to them. You have to understand what makes them happy and fulfilled. And so I think a lot of it is listening to your own intuition and your mm. guts as to what is good for you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, you know, in your 20s, I think it's very easy to kind of follow the group or 
um, you know, what other people do or think or yeah. want. But in your 30s, I think you start to see patterns as to what actually make you happy. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, which, you know, maybe it's an interesting, you know, transition to point number two, which is time is limited. And so you need to make sure that you try things and experiment as much as you can. And uh, I think it's safe to say that within the three of us, like we have done a bunch of stuff in, in our 20s. But, you know, looking back, I don't think I can say it, like any of us would say we regretted anything. Mm. If anything, it would be like take more risk yeah. and even do cra- crazier things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty happy if I, if I look back and reminisce and go down the rabbit hole of doing that would i if i had my time again would i change a few things sure but there's nothing that i regret in terms of decisions i'm glad i did it i learned something from it mm. and i'm able to take it away into my 30s and apply it elsewhere yeah. i mean probably the one thing i regret is taking too many credit cards but <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit I, later yeah i i think that that someone actually recently said to me that like time is finite and when i think back on my younger 20s like every i've actually been doing more things in my later 20s mm. than when i did it when i was younger and i don't have any regrets it's only just that i wish i started them earlier or i wish i did that sooner yeah mm-hmm. especially like teen uh, you made a good point like <laughs> If it's in your head for a while, like don't let it pass you by. And that is something that I kind of maybe when I was younger and less like confident, it'd be like, okay, I need all these building blocks to fall into place before I do X. Or um, I'm not sure because I don't have a financial base to like fall back on. Mm -hmm. I think all of those is like, it will just be like, especially when I didn't have a financial base, I would be like, okay, I can't do that yet because like, what if I fail? Then I have like, I don't have the privilege and the money to like support me to like recover. Mm. And that's what held, has hold, held me back in a couple of things. Uh, so that is something that I would tell my younger self to like not be afraid of. Like, like that is money will always come like eventually like you can work at mcdonald's and get money like if Mm. that's how you want like if you really need to hustle yeah so yeah i would say that that was the main thing like i wish i did things earlier Mm. because time is finite the other thing that kind of stems from this is to not conform to what society deems as what you should or shouldn't have achieved Mm. a lot of us think okay i need to go and get a job i need to have stability i need to buy a house i need to find a husband and it's like you can do whatever you want because time is limited sometimes people are one day here gone the next yeah take risks do what you want to do and just be happy yeah yeah and and don't let anyone like your parents your extended family your boss your friends to mm. tell you what you should and shouldn't do. 100%. And yeah. I think only you would know what will make you happy because if you can, you know, it's very easy to fall into that trap of doing everything exactly how people would do. Like mm. you get a university degree, you get a job, mm. you get stable, you find a partner, you get married, you have kids. But 
we're all very different, yeah. right, as individuals. So how can we all follow the same path and be happy? Yeah. Um, mm. And so maybe your path in life is not to be married with kids at the age of 29. Maybe yeah. your path in life is actually to move overseas, you know, experience Europe with, yeah. you know, your best friends. And, yeah. you know, there's always time and place, I think. If you truly, really want something, you can make it happen. I think when I read that, that quote that you mentioned um, in terms of what if something's in your mind for a while, yeah. you can't let that just pass you by. And I think that's part of like the manifestation process as well because everything starts with an idea in your head. Mm. And then the more you think about and then you put a bit more thinking around it and you're like, okay, well... To be able to move to Europe next year, what do I need to do? Yeah. I need to start saving some money. I need to start sussing out what jobs are there. And so you kind of put the stepping stones in place so you can actually then make that come true, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or you can just quit your job do it. and just do it. Which, yeah. is, which, is, which is point number three for me. Here we go. <laughs> All right, because it was moving out was the best freaking thing that I ever did. Yeah. And I did that on a whim. Well, I be th- I was thinking about it for two years, mm-hmm. but I come from like a quite a traditional family. So like parents are like, you shouldn't move out until you're married, getting ready to marry. But I was just at a point in my life where I really needed a change. Mm-hmm. And I met um, my like old flatmate now. Just shout out. out. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Haley, my flatmate. Like she came at a point in my life where I really needed someone uh, to and also the moving out it's just like the stars align and moving out was the best thing that i ever did oh, i loved the place that you guys were in like I know. that rooftop was to die for yeah um, right <laughs> in the middle of darlinghurst yeah that um harbour views party 2019 going 2020 yeah. that was absolutely one of the best parties i've ever had i agree it was i agree so good. yoga on the rooftop yeah, as well yoga on yeah. My rooftop. yeah we have we made a lot of memories but we and we spent like three and a half years there but it was it was an end of an era by the end of yeah. it and we both knew we were ready to move on but moving out was like i ummed and odd about this a lot considering my parents mm. but then i was i got to a point where i was like nah, i'm just gonna i'm yeah. just gonna do it mm. and it like it Honestly, it gave me so much control over my own time. Yeah. It made me really grow up. Like, I when you move out, you're freaking cleaning 24-7. <laughs> if you're not doing your laundry, you're doing the dishes or you're cleaning the house. Yeah. Like, it's your space, right? Exactly. you want it to be your zen yeah. space. So yeah. If you, if you want to learn about ownership and responsibility, you got to move, move out. Move out. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I learned how to um, use a dishwasher. Oh. Because like, <laughs> because my, my parents never used a dishwasher. Hand wash only. Hand wash only. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I learned how to cook. Yeah. Mm. I learned how to how to be fiscally responsible. Um, yeah, moving. I learned how to be considerate of someone else in a shared space. Yeah, uh, and pretty much the management of my own time and the flexibility that was for that was just a win. Mm. Definitely moving out, but even one step further because I lived by myself for the predominant of my like the the major parts of my 20s but i would say like live with someone like have a have a flat um a flatmate a housemate um i that was probably one of the only regrets i had from my um from my 20s that was i didn't have a housemate yeah but you recently had one yeah 
<laughs> I recently did. You did, yes. okay. Wow. <laughs> she um, knows. And I, she... Might, and I might have to have another housemate at some point if the interest rate keeps rising. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? But hey, I, I would... might move in with you when I'm yeah, back from that. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be awesome. We can actually, yeah, that would be so fun. Go, yeah, yeah. Only, only for two months. That's though, fine. Months. But that's the thing, though. Like, I only want like short-term house at the yeah. moment but um yeah i would say that in your 20s like definitely have that share house experience yeah um, yeah that'd be so fun i moved out really early on like mm. 22 23 yeah i became independent really quickly mm. i haven't gone back home since so the thought of living with my parents now i know that would definitely drive me crazy that's for sure but i just love my own space mm, now and yep. I've, I've done the whole housemate thing as well yeah for multiple years because it's just not affordable in in sydney right mm. yeah and so when i actually had my own space for the first time it was it's just little simple things that you really enjoy mm. having your own space coming yeah. home you know, after a long day putting your feet up, watching whatever junk TV show, reality TV show you want, having a glass of wine, whatever. Walk, walk around naked. Walk around naked, <laughs> all sorts, right? But Is that it, what I'm going to have to get used to? Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy a bathrobe for everyone in the house. Yeah. But anyway, it's a good it's a good life learning. That's for sure. Is yeah. moving out because yeah. you learn responsibilities. Yes. And and also with that, like you have so many great parties as well, right, Jules? Oh my god, I've had so many. Like, how many parties have I had? Like a gazillion. So anyway, I think that life is also behind me. So, but you're glad you did it. <laughs> I'm glad I did it. Yeah, it was definitely fun. Funnily, speaking of parties, one of my top tips for your 20s is definitely party as hard as you can, purely because when you get a little bit older, your energy levels are just not the same. Yeah. It really isn't. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. It takes you a, a longer period to recover from hangovers yeah. as opposed to, hey, I can party again tomorrow yeah i cannot do that <laughs> yeah in uni you can probably go like thursday friday saturday maybe sunday excuse me monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday. every day yeah, is a party day first, but it, like dancing in your freaking heels i don't know how i oh, do it yeah like dancing my freaking heels for like hours no. now i just party in combat boots i know yeah i'm like how i used like, to sleep in the car as well standing <laughs> Wow. I I had a house party last weekend and I was wearing heels for the first time dancing and for some reason I woke up with the sorest foot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how. I did not fall. I did not do anything stupid. But and you've got flat feet. That's like a thing as well. Like you can't stand all day. It, I've got flat feet too. And it hurts. <laughs> is this a trend? Because I have flat feet too. I oh, do. You? We all have flat feet. Is yeah. that a thirties thing or is it just um? You, you know what? I developed oh. flat feet actually. Okay, yeah. tangent. But yeah, I actually okay. developed flat all feet. Right. Right, so <laughs> you know what though i would i have seen the videos where it's like grandma's at a rave so you know <laughs> age doesn't stop you which no. like but we're just saying that when you're in your 20s party as hard as you can because it'll just take longer to recover yeah and i guess in terms of being consistent is probably one of the the key things about um how you take care of yourself in your 20s like if you don't work out as an example let's use fitness if you don't work out in your 20s yeah it makes it so much harder mm. doing so in your 30s even if it's small things like going for a walk every yeah. day or a run or pilates whatever floats your boat if you just do a little bit of that every single day or couple of times a day it makes it a lot easier for your body to adapt yeah as opposed to oh it's too hard basket like gotta this is you know go through the pain of, yeah so yeah. relatable for me i yeah. um so 
Jules and Karen would know I had two knee, um, pretty bad knee mm. injuries in my 20s. So it was maybe like my 27 and 28. Mm. And then I had to have two ACL reconstructions. Mm-hmm. And pe- before that, like I was kind of active and I was like both playing sports and things like that occasionally, mm-hmm. but I never really thought seriously about my health and my mm-hmm. fitness. And then because of my rehab and how painful it was, mm-hmm. not just like physically, but also mentally for me, like not being able to do a lot of things mm-hmm. um, actually got me into fitness. And I did my like mm-hmm. set four in personal training. And that I think that was the turning point for me in mm-hmm. terms of learning how to take care of my physical body, um, not just exercising, but nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like I'm so glad I have a baseline that mm-hmm. even if I don't train for a couple of weeks because of whatever reason, I can go back really easily. Yes. yes. And you have that, like, you know what to do. Yeah. Um, you got that muscle memory, right? Yeah. 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 And you know how to, like, do a squat properly so you're not hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, because that's probably the best investment I, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency is definitely key to building those good habits. Mm-hmm. I definitely saw that during COVID where like no dieting or like or like fad diet or mm-hmm. like fad workout will do the job as much as consistent working out. Or it's consist- your lifestyle now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is my lifestyle. Thanks to my accountability buddies. <laughs> <laughs> but but, just, but just honing back on that is your body does change mm. and it's going to as you get older. If you can start to just ensure that you look after yourself whether it's physically mentally whatever it is it's going to help you in your 30s yeah right so much more kind of interesting dichotomy there right because we're saying in your 20s definitely take a lot risks and have a lot of fun but some things in life you really want to set some really good foundations for Mm. so fitness is one we can talk about financials later as well but i feel like yes you can have a lot of fun in your 20s but if you can lay down some your foundation work for your future and then from there you'll be set yeah i agree yeah and wear sunscreen yes (laughs) Yes. oh that is such a good you know what that is one of the best beauty tips my mom has ever given me sunscreen and i saw like in high school i started wearing sunscreen in high school also shout out to our facialist ross (laughs) (laughs) she makes sure she makes sure that we bathe in sunscreen (laughs) every day yeah and now even if if i'm at home i still wear sunscreen because the uv can actually infiltrate through your window screens and things like that. it should be part of your skincare (laughs) i'm that's my thing it's i wear sunscreen every day yeah just to the point of looking after yourself. So yeah. point five was consistency is key. Um, and the one piece of advice that someone gave me, a really good friend, was that, Karen, get your shape, body mm. in shape before you turn 30 mm-hmm. because it gets a lot harder. Mm-hmm. And I think that that kind of was a tipping point for me. And mm. I was like, oh, damn. It's, it's true. Go. I can <laughs> attest to that. It is a lot harder. Yeah, I, I remember being in my 20s being like a size six, I could eat and drink whatever I wanted. Yeah. Now I have to work out every day, <laughs> work it all off. <laughs> to maintain it. Yeah. Number six on the list is something that I haven't done, but really, really mm. wish I did. And that is taking a gap year. Mm. I really wish that I had the opportunity to very early on in my 20s to do this but I didn't get the chance to. So my advice is that to 
for those that are younger or even in your 20s still that taking a gap year is okay you're still very very young you're not losing time in a way because during that gap year the time you're using is investing in yourself to do what you want so that could be moving overseas that could be working at a job that you have always wanted to do for me I think I would have been a bartender like I I, I would have loved to have done bartending that is kind of one thing that I look back on and wish I did because I've had opportunities in the last couple of years where I've had months off at a time in between jobs Mm. to do Mm. nothing well not do nothing well it was to do nothing because it happened during COVID so I couldn't do anything gardening leave with no gardening (laughs) Um, so I read a lot instead Um, but and worked out so I got shredded (laughs) but just the, the amount of time that I got which was a month to do what I wanted to do so for example I, I I worked out a lot I read a lot I built good habits that way but also took the opportunity to do yoga teacher training just like how Tina you mm. did like PT right I invested that time like and just imagine one year times 12 you get 12 months to do whatever you want to do yeah. so that's travel my the world. travel the world although exactly. you know what you can still do it in your 30s and probably with a bit more fund you can, so. but then like there are more things to think about. Like if I have a pet, then what? Who, who's going to look after? Who's going to look after Jules. my pet for a whole year? <laughs> right? Yeah. Mama or if I Jules have, will. Yeah. yeah. Or if I have a partner. I guess more of a story is just do it when you have no responsibility, hundred, yeah. no dependency. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a time to do it. It's a lot easier to do it. Yeah. Mm. Especially if you need a mental break, mm. it's always a good way to just go. Okay, I need to just step away from the world yeah why do i sense there's a few sabbaticals coming up (laughs) our way (laughs) i would love a sabbatical i don't know if i can afford a sabbatical i would love a sabbatical but anyway okay so my next tip it's really around when you're in your 20s you really have that opportunity to make whatever mistake you can Mm. because when you do learn from them later and there are always going to be lessons that you'll learn in your 20s versus in your 30s etc anyway but because you have less responsibility less debt just less care at that time where you're just young and thriving there's so many things you can go and try Mm. like if I reflect back again I was once upon a time a makeup artist I Mm. studied interior architecture. Mm. I went and did one of those um, microblading um, (laughs) tattoo (laughs) courses and took like, you know, a week and a half off work because I thought I want to run my own business and have my own little beauty shop. But then I decided it wasn't for me. So like Tess early so you can work out what you like and love doing I, yeah mm. and don't like i think that also like you rebound faster mm. when you're younger and some of us are really privileged and have the safety net of our parents as mm-hmm. well so don't be afraid to just go and do and yeah make mistakes the only thing i would add to that is yes like you definitely want to experience experience as much as you can ex- experiment with everything and fail fast but then you you know my my advice i guess or one lesson that i learned from my 20s would be if you can find your niche or you could find like an area where you can hone in on and create like a skill set or accumulate a lot of knowledge in that area you mm. can really capitalize on that later and make it your trade that you can turn into your career or turn into like 
how you make money. Yeah. Because it's very important to, I feel like I'm very much generalist. Yeah. Um, but I wish that I had found maybe that path that I was going to be like specializing in. Oh, like yeah. PT. Yeah. <laughs> Some, something like that. But like an area where I would just like obsess over. Yeah. And like build and be like the, per- the one person that knows the most about that area. Mm. Sounds like you got to find your passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like Still that, finding that, it. I, I, yeah. 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 I would say that like that's definitely how I felt when I finished doing yoga teacher training. Because mm. I was like, if I get made redundant like tomorrow, I can just go and teach yoga. Yeah. I wouldn't make a lot of money. But you have to find it. Yeah. And you have to hold on to it because it's very easy. Because I think what happened to us after our courses that we go back to our like day to grind. Day. Right? Yeah. But if you can find that one thing that you obsess over and build your um, expertise around it and yeah. be that one person that people will come to for that area or like that topic. Yeah. That will be like your, I guess, your like weapon. Yeah, I agree. Because I've actually seen just in my class, yeah. some people have taken it and done amazing things. Mm. And they've been, they've been the ones that have been super, super passionate about yeah. it. But I will le- finish off this point by saying, don't be experimenting forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Because you'll just be in a wheel of experimentation. Yeah. You During the course of like learning and experimenting, find what you like. Mm. And then like stick Tina says, yeah. stick to it. Yeah, Isn't it just like the, um, I guess like both the blessing and the curse of our generation. We options. just have so many options. Like yeah. if you look at Netflix, what do I watch tonight? And then you end up scrolling the whole time and then you can't even settle on one that, thing that to watch. That was what you were watching. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're also going dating apps and you swipe forever. And then you end up finding someone, go on a few days like, oh, yeah, there's actually more people out there that can I meet. Know. So it's that maximizer mindset. That's a problem for sure. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, to change it up a little bit, something fun. This is something that I love so much, but... Definitely cut your hair, change the color. The best thing that I did in my 20s was actually to cut my hair really short. I had a I had a bob at one point and it was like the freaking best hairstyle I've ever had. Yeah, you looked great, can confirm. Yeah, <laughs> I might actually go back and do it again now. Yeah, you yeah. would suit it. But um, yeah, I guess it's just that in your 20s, like you're still definitely forming your identity, finding who you are. So just experiment with like your style, your hair, how you wear your makeup. So then that will define your identity and who you are. And then you find something that suits you. But Mm. yeah, I think for part of my 20s, I was very safe. And I was like, I just want to do like something simple with my hair. But then the moment I cut my hair short, it was like I had a whole different identity, like just have a different level of confidence. Yeah. Um, it was just really fun. Yeah, I agree. I think that like the one time like I dyed my hair like red mm, and I yeah, felt... I actually remember was, Do you remember that? It was, yeah. like, it was like a red, it was like a copper rose. It was a copper yeah, red. I felt amazing. Like, she was fiery. Yeah, I was fiery. That was awesome actually. And, also, and your bang as well. Yeah, bangs. Yeah, yeah, getting bangs. But I definitely felt the most me after mm. hairstyle changes but red is way too hard to maintain like i would i would go back to being red but it's just too hard yeah and too expensive i was like an anime character i <laughs> literally a i had a hairdresser 
bestie you know in my younger days so i had the rihanna haircut where it was like shaved asymmetric it was oh, shaved on wow. one side and then it was like on the other yeah it was completely blonde and then i went to platinum blonde and then i dyed a blue purple pink oh my gosh i want to see photos yes. oh i've got photos yeah because i did it during the time when i lived in the uk as well and so yeah, just just hmm. do whatever you feel the vibe of. I mean, having yeah. purple hair was something I loved. I even had a mullet once yeah. upon a time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And don't fret a short haircut because your hair will always grow it, out. It yeah. is. It's just hair. And I think that like all of that just really if, like because you're mo- more in tune with your identity, you're more automatically more confident. Mm. And I think people around you can sense it too. Like your energy is just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I remember like when Tina cut her hair short and i was like wow this is like this really suits you Mm, such an icebreaker people like oh i love the short hair or they'll go oh i love the purple hair whatever i like you're really making me like want to go cut my hair again (laughs) it's like like like, think about how convenient it'll be when you're surfing (laughs) true yeah so we're gonna take a bit of a shift now so that's a wrap in terms of personal lessons learned but we're going to shift into more career mode. And one of the things, as you heard earlier, that I learned was keep trying different things. And as Tina says, don't try forever. However, even in your 30s or in your 40s, you always hear about people shifting their career all the time or industries because it really is never too late. Mm. And sometimes you don't want to do the same thing for 50 years. You want to change your lifestyle. You want to change the skills you're learning. And so it is never too late is, is the tip there is do whatever you think is your calling at the time. And sometimes your calling is only for five years or 10 years. And if you think, hey, the next skill is to become, maybe Tina decides to become a hairdresser because she's going to go <laughs> cut her hair That would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe she'll cut her own hair. <laughs> or our hair. Oh, we dear. can have a hairdresser in the group. Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah you're never too old definitely in your 20s like i get a lot of um young like early in careers i I don't want to leave like this company because like i'm not (laughs) sure what's out there and i'm like the world is so much bigger the world is so big you are is your oyster yeah you are you are so young you remind me of me five years ago and this is what i would don't fall into the trap yeah don't fall into the trap this is what i would tell myself five years ago is that Go and do it. Experiment. What is the worst can happen? You can go, do it. Maybe it's not what you imagined it to be, but hey, you tried. Like there is no longer that thought of like a what if. Mm. Like what if I had done this? Because you've already done it and you tried it. It might not have been as amazing as you thought it was, but you can always go back to what you were doing before. Mm. But there's no longer that like thought around what would have, have happened yeah. if i had done this and we we were just talking about this before we started recording but one of our old colleagues um yeah he is he was a long-term like veteran in the it industry and um he got made redundant um, mm. from his role and you know like he could have just taken a few months off and then go work at another it tech company or you know whatever but no he decided to become a train driver assistant yeah so he's learning to be a train driver that's amazing and the other thing is also a lot of early in careers are 
um, and I, I've been talking a lot about this topic recently, they're afraid of a redundancy. Mm-hmm. And I swear that this a redundancy is me- one the of best, the best yeah. things that could ever happen to you. Some You might get a good payout, number one. <laughs> if you're there for long enough. If you're enough. there for long yeah. enough. But number two, really just makes you not have that safety net and really think about what it is that you actually really want to mm. do. Maybe being a train driver yeah. is... Is yeah. the way. Or yoga teacher. Or yoga def- teacher. I definitely yeah. think that we like we definitely can have like a few careers within a lifetime. Yeah. You know? Like it's so yeah, sometimes when you're so involved in your day to day job, you're just like, Oh my god, I don't know what else I'm gonna do outside of this but yeah. there's a whole world outside yeah. of your yeah. immediate bubble. But also on career, another lesson would be actions over words. And you kind of have to just make things happen. Yeah. And I think this applies not only to careers, but everything else in your life in general. Like, mm. you know, if someone asks me what my superpower is, like I can very well say my superpower is that I actually take actions. Because yeah. a lot of people will say that, oh, like I really want to do this, I really want to do that. But there's no point in saying until you actually take an action or take the first step towards it even if you fail yeah i agree i'm of that mentality as well it's like be like a doer make it happen like you can talk forever you're not going to speak it into existence (laughs) walk the walk not talk the talk yeah like definitely it's not going to just magically appear yeah you have to actually do things to make it happen Mm. and that can be like career like if you want a job if you just sit here that hiring manager is not gonna like <laughs> come in th- waltzing through the door and be like, I wanna hire you. You have to like make yourself known and like go and go and talk to them. Go and like show that you're interested. Similar to dating, you gotta shoot your yeah. shot. Right? And like even something as simple as like getting fit. Mm. Oh, like oh, I'm gonna get abs this year. Okay, well, I wanna see you book your class. I wanna yeah. see you hit the gym i want to see you maybe sign up to a pt session or something like that right and i get so annoyed at people who just say things and then they don't actually do Do it it. because what they end up doing is repeating the same thing over and over again and then they don't actually do it and it's like dude (laughs) just go and do it i've heard this 50 times (laughs) and also for hobbies as well like this year um like i've been thinking about it for a while like i've always been um fascinated by the arts but i never actually study any arts like i did a bit in high school whatever but it was not like something that i focused on and then i just really wanted to learn how to draw and um so i signed up for like a drawing course and man like it sucks so much to to not be good at something <laughs> but it's hard it, it's a really good like it's a really good way to help you with your like neuroplasticity um, as well when you start like forging new pathways in your brain and then eventually something clicks and i'm like okay well it's bad but it's not as bad as when i first started yeah. you know so that can apply to anything like if you want to pick up a new hobby um learn a new sport you know, just have to give it a go i'm making myself completely accountable here but i said to my partner the other day oh. i really want to learn guitar because we'll I've have always, to check in on this yeah because <laughs> i've always you know like i've got a very musical family mm. my sister sings and, and you plays sing well guitar. you sing amazing my parents are in a band yeah and i'm kind of like okay i'll just do vocals because like it, the rest instruments are too hard but now i'm like you know what why do i never 
learn an instrument. Why don't I think yeah. this is too hard? I can do this. Everyone else can do it. Next thing you know, Jules going to um, quit her job, start a YouTube channel, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing so, guitar covers. Yeah, every so, tell we, someone to come find me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time we go to karaoke, it'll be a concert. It'll be Julie, Julie singing and then whipping me. out her guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be cathartic to learn. Yeah like an mm. instrument all right well what are you gonna do are you gonna book in a lesson i'm or? just gonna book a class because i don't okay. want to buy a guitar okay because they're very expensive my dad's got a fender so maybe i can just borrow oh. his fender or oh whatever my goodness. but um i'm sure if i go back to adelaide i'll just steal it and he won't even know it's missing but anyway. <laughs> okay. uh story for another day don't so steal. i'll keep i'll, keep, steal. I'll keep you posted i'll keep you posted to see yeah. if i actually follow through so, so now, next time if you hear like a, a an intro with guitar instrumental might be me playing it. <laughs> <laughs> actually jaws own copyright yeah, copyright it copyright it right. um so that wraps our first 10 points on 10 lessons I've learned from my 20s across personal and career. We're saving all the best ones for last, aren't we? Yeah, we definitely are. <laughs> definitely. You've been listening to Let's, Let's Take, Take It, it Offline. Off